Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly podcast made by gamers for gamers. We discuss retro gaming and issues that gamers care about. We also review indie games and popular titles. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Bishop, Bad Gamer Garrick, and Bad Gamer Crowley. Wait, do these idiots not know what anonymous means? Get good scrubs. Yes, anonymous is a word in the dictionary that I have yet to uh, look up myself. Uh, welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. I am uh, your host, Mr. Crowley. I am joined this week, as I am every week, uh, by my partner in crime, uh, the toe jam to my Earl. It, it's Garrick. Nice. That was a, such a good game. Oh, right. Like, oh, like you want to remake a game. Remake Toe Jam and Earl, man. Seriously. Let's talk about nostalgia for a second. Toe Jam and Earl was legit. God, oh, God. That was, dude, I want to play that right now. Like, let's just stop podcasting. Let's go play yeah. that for like an hour. Put a pause. We'll come back. We'll include Toe Jam and Earl. No, we won't. We've got so <laughs> much to talk about. But Toe Jam and Earl is a good game. It needs to be remade because yes. nostalgia. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm in a good mood uh, this week because of our game of the month, which this episode is 100% totally about. Now, in the news, there has been a lot of things going on, uh, and video games has somehow, once again, uh, become a part of it. And we will certainly discuss that, but I don't want to take away from this game of the month. That is not what I want to do. So I think next week we will give that uh, its due diligence, its, its due focus, and we'll talk about violence in video games. How's that sound, everybody? Is that like, like a, a good plan? Because there's nothing more that people want to listen to than Crowley talk about that. Get good scrubs. Uh, so yeah, we'll mm. yeah we'll do that. Yeah, Hello. Yeah, that's just that's still amazing. That's still an amazing. But I am in a good mood this week uh, because this game is just so good, uh, and we're gonna talk about that. I'm also in a good mood uh, because we actually had a couple of callers this week, Eric. We had people call in to the show and leave us a message. How dare they? I was hoping for just like a year-long streak of us having this voicemail and nobody would call in. Why would you want that? That is an awful thing to wish upon us. Well, yes. Okay. But then we could mention it every single show and be like, still nobody's called. Well, still nobody's called. Well, and it could be a bit. Yeah, but now we've got two callers and now people can try to uh, up them. So the first caller we had this week called out my gaming skills. Uh, and, and Good. So, yeah. So let's just let's just take a listen to this one. Uh, yeah, here this is this is great. Uh, yeah, uh, this message is uh, yeah for uh, Crowley. Um, like they're always talking like real bad about the Nintendo Switch, but like uh, dude, if the Nintendo Switch sucks, uh, then well, why would I own it? Like that doesn't make any sense uh, at all. And uh, like I saw your stream, and uh, it's just like. Uh, like, my baby brother, he could beat you in a video game uh, pretty easily. So, uh, yeah, uh, I listened to the show for Garrick. Uh, uh, you suck, Mr. Crowley. And uh, you're always telling people to uh, get good, then you should. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, caller. I appreciate that. They listen you know, to the show for Garrick. That's, the, you know, I'm the only reason we're popular. Uh, probably. Uh, Jonesy had said that people would listen for me uh, to listen to about, you know, what I'm, I'm going to rant about this week. And apparently, no, they listen uh, for Garrick. Uh, and also, I suck at video. I mean, it's in the name, dude. Bad Gamer Crowley. Like, I don't understand. This is Bad Gamers Anonymous. 
I have never claimed of all the many things I have ever claimed to be in my life. A good gamer is not one of them. Yes, your and baby brother can beat me, and I'm okay with that. And that's that's why I haven't changed my name to Bad Gamer Garrick. But you totally should, dude. <laughs> I've seen you play some games. You should totally change it. You haven't seen anything. But, oh. but thank you for calling in, listener. Yeah, um, thanks. You're absolutely right. You can suck it. Uh, listener, <laughs> you can suck it. Uh, this next one, they don't really call out my gaming skills. However, they do call me out on my advanced age. Hello, fellas. Um, my name, a oh, long-time listener, first-time caller. My name is uh, Jonesy, and I was thinking of buying a Switch. And now that Mr. Crowley has gotten himself one, I have a question. Like, like you, Mr. Crowley, um, I'm quite old. Yeah, get and to the point. A bit. My arthritis flares up just a touch. And I've heard some complaints with the joysticks that sometimes it can make your hands hurt over time. And I wanted to get to hear if he has had problems with, I'm assuming, his arthritis, given his advanced age. My advanced age, yes. Got it. Um, Come on, Grandma. That's all I had today. Um... Be nice to that good boy, Garrick. Uh, he seems like a lovely boy. Very lovely boy. Uh, thank you. I love the show. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Uh, I'm Yay. wondering if... Call if, out for me again. Right. I, I think their name was Jamesy. I don't even know. I, I've never heard anybody call Jamesy. But Jamesy? Apparently, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, apparently they were born uh, sometime in the mid-17th century. So uh, I don't know if they listen to this podcast over their tapioca pudding. Or whatnot, but yes, the controllers do hurt my hands. Yes, my arthritis uh, does not help, and yes, I am at an advanced age, just not as advanced as you. Oh, I, I thought the I thought I was weird because I thought they said Jonesy at first. Yeah, but no, Jonesy doesn't sound like that at all. No, he doesn't. He he actually sounds intelligent, as opposed to that caller that sounded old and foolish. Get so, good scrubs. <laughs> so thank thank you for for saying I, I appear like a, a sweet boy. I am. You are um, not. You are the furthest thing from a good gamer and a sweet boy. You have everyone snowed. I don't understand. I do understand, and it's because I am a sweet and good gamer. <sighs> no, you're not. But how is that arthritis of yours? Yeah, it's good. Thanks for asking. Uh, let's. Can we just talk about something else? Let's talk about <laughs> the February game of the month. Yes, let's. Oh, Kingdom Come Deliverance, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. This game. Oh, man. Uh, this, uh, I'm, I'm just, you know what? I don't want to spoil anything. Should I spoil it, Garrett? No, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you what I think about this game. We're going to go through it. Yeah, we'll save that for the end. Like good gamers should. Um, well, then we should spoil it. But we're not going to. <laughs> uh, I played it on the PS4, Garrick. I played it on the Xbox One for that enhanced resolution, baby. Yeah. We'll get to the, yeah, what you enhanced. I'm not 100%. I don't know right. well, what got enhanced, but that's yeah. what they told me. Uh, this is made by Warhorse Studio, a very small independent studio published by Deep Silver. Again, this isn't a AAA title uh, from a AAA company. Now, I say that, but just wait till I rate it. Rate till I wait this uh, rate this game. Wait till I rate this game. I can't. Rate till you wait. Rate till I wait. I can't speak. I'm so excited. 
like so a, a lot of people have heard me on this show poo poo games i have poo pooed mm-hmm. battlefront 2 I, I I was okay. I was I was I thought Assassin's Creed Origin was good. Uh, this game, like I think the last time that I really gushed over a game uh, would have been probably the first game of the month that we did on the show with Bishop and I, and it was uh, it was Final Fantasy fifteen. I think that was. Still a, need to beat that. Yeah, you need to beat a lot of things, and you call yourself <laughs> a good gamer. I call myself. A good-natured gamer. You are a good. You are a lovely boy. You just. I am a, a sweet, sweet, lovely boy. Sweet, lovely, lovely boy. You know what? I may. You know what? For you, I may replace this. Get good scrubs. With I'm good a lovely boy. Uh, I'm, just, I'm okay with this. Yeah, you should be. Um. <laughs> so, so this is a small studio, a small publisher, and what they have put out, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. Uh, is is radically superior than a lot of the stuff uh, that we've played recently, uh, including uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Mild. Um, mm-hmm. I, you had to know that was coming. I mean, we'll, we'll get into this. All right, so let's let's just get into it. So, what is if you haven't played this? If you were a gamer who has been living under a rock, who doesn't know what this is, this is the first historically accurate role playing game. This is an RPG. Uh, that is set with the backdrop of uh, Bohemia. You're in Bohemia and, and during the medieval times uh, in the Holy Roman Empire. Uh, there, there's political intrigue. There is uh, religious intrigue because back then they were both joined at the hip. Uh, you couldn't have one without the other. Uh, this game is absolutely, uh, it, it, it dives into that, uh, into that era and it makes you feel like you're there. And I think it does a good job of that. I, I mean, it definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. So this is right straight from the Kingdom Come Deliverance website. Kingdom Come Deliverance is a story driven open world RPG that immerses you in an epic adventure in the Holy Roman Empire, uh, which I will reference a Saturday Night Live skit uh, from 20 plus years ago. Uh, Holy Roman Empire, n- neither uh, holy or Roman discuss. That is true. Um, yes. Uh, so the story, uh, it revolves around a gentleman by the name of Henry. Good old Hal. Uh, he watched his parents and his girlfriend get murdered, like right in front of him, like just slaughtered. You get to see this in all yep. of its violent glory. Just, uh, just yeah. murdered. Just absolutely. They, they, they were killed until they died from it. Uh, <laughs> Massacred, one would say. Yes, absolutely. Uh, not taught to fight by his war hero father. So this guy, I mean, I'm just setting up the story for you. This guy, he's a young man. Uh, by in any era, a young man, he he uh, has a, a love affair with a young bar wench uh, by the name of Bianca, I believe, if I'm remembering. Yes. Yes, I called her Beyonce, but it was probably Bianca. That, it was probably Bianca. I, you're getting your bees mixed up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he watches her get her throat slit, which I, I was talking with. Uh, I believe it was uh, our good friend Joa. Uh, while I was uh, playing this part of the game, when I first, like, if you caught this stream, and I'm guessing that the person who called in, uh, the first one who questioned my gaming skills, uh, when they saw that saw saw how bad I was, it was this part. It was it was basically the beginning of the game, which is very difficult, very very difficult. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll try to remember to get into that. 
it, but it, it's very difficult and it took me several times just to get past like the intro like i was so bad you can't you have no skills you can't fist fight you can't ride a horse and that all kind of goes back to your dad didn't teach you any of the things that you would need to know to survive in the world because he thought he was hoping to make you use your noggin uh to survive and that doesn't work well nope. <laughs> so Not in this game yeah no I just as it probably didn't work out well for a lot of folks back then nope. that did that you, you know what may i just say Henry, being a peasant, has no idea how to read. Only only people in the church really knew how to read and nobles. And you would think if his father wanted him to use his noggin so much that he would provide Henry with some kind of education, right. that Henry would have grown up being able to read, maybe going to the clergy or something. But no. no. So just like most peasants back in the day during this time. So this game is very historically accurate. The historicity of this game is dead on. Did I just is make up a word? Is a word? No, it is. I promise it is. Look it up. Get good scrubs. Doing that right now. You should totally do that. Um, so uh, it's got the medieval backdrop. It's complete with the, the, the religious and political intrigue. And Warhorse Studio, they researched this for years, years to get this right. And I think they did a really good job. Like if you're a history buff, like I'm kind of a history buff. Like I used to be more of a history buff than I am now, uh, but historicity, historicity uh, is historical authenticity. Your historicity, you're going to be historicity on this show. <laughs> uh, so I used to be more of a history buff than I am now, uh, but uh, this game just it really does it, it. Everything is very authentic. It feels authentic. I know they tweeted out, and you you actually tagged me in this tweet, uh, Garrick, that they they tweeted out photos of the some of the towns that are still there and some of the castles and some of the architecture and they matched it up with what they did in the game and they look dead on don't they yeah yeah it is spot on like definitely what this game took place in the 1400s so 600 years later it definitely looks like it would have after 600 years of wear and tear yeah i want to visit bohemia i want to go to to the czech republic I want to go. Is the Czech Republic still a thing? I don't know. The thing thing changes yeah. every 10, 15 it is. years. God only knows. Uh, but I want to go. I want to. I want to check it out. I mean, it's. I think that would Bo- be. Bohemia is not there anymore. No, obviously, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I. You know, it looks very good. Now there, this doesn't come without some, so some modern day. I don't even uh, offendedism. I, that's not a word, but I just made it up because I'm just tired of everybody being perpetually offended. Okay. Uh, uh, so there are some people, and this is a thing on Twitter. You can look it up if you really want to take the time, but you don't have to because I'm about to explain it to you. There are morons uh, out there that believe that there should be this game needs to be more diverse because I don't know if you notice this, Garrick, but everyone that you run into happens to be of the Caucasian persuasion. So wait, you're telling me that in the 1400s, before historically the slave trade was really established, and before Northern Europe even had slave, I don't even think they ever got into the slave trade operation that was kind of south and west of, uh, of Europe. You're telling me that people are complaining that there are no black people in this game? Oh, well, no, there were slaves in the Roman Empire, my friend. You might want to In the back. Roman Empire, sure. Yeah. Not in Bohemia. Uh, but me, you know what? I'd have to check that. But there were slaves. 
Uh, the slave trade w- was predominantly uh, down south uh, uh, because of that was the Muslim slave trade. I'll say it. I mean, just look it up, folks. Uh, it was it was it was African Muslims selling other Africans. That's exactly what it was. Uh, so you can look that up. So there were people that are very upset about this, that there weren't uh, uh, black people. There weren't Chinese people. There weren't. A- I mean, any persuasion other than Caucasian is not represented in this game because it doesn't make sense historically. And this game is very much set in real history. So there are those who are upset with Warhorse Studios for not being more inclusive. Because this generation is all about being inclusive at any cost. And Warhorse Studios, to their credit, said, yeah, we don't care. We're going to stick with what history says. This is what history says. You guys can deal with it. So good good on them. Good on Warhorse uh, Studios. Good on Deep Silver for backing them up. I I, you know, good. I, I, I'm just so over everybody being perpetually offended, which is kind of probably gives you a glimpse into next week's episode. Um, so, yeah, so so that's a thing on 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 Twitter. You can look at that. You can engage or not engage. I choose not to engage with, on Twitter. Uh, I just tell you folks so you don't have to. So uh, let's let's just jump into the game now. Like we've told you what the game's about. We told you who makes the game. We told you what we've played it on. We've told you about whatever this little controversy is, and it is little uh, that's out there uh, about this game. So now let's just jump into the game. Uh, let's talk about the gameplay. And I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, this ain't your daddy's RPG, um, unless I'm your daddy. So it's my daughter's RPG. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm so confused. Uh, we're going to break this up. Um, just like they they do in the game, I guess. We're just going to break this up into bullet points. Uh, There are different kinds of quests that you can do in the game. You obviously have your main quest, your vengeance quest, uh, if you will. Uh, You also have your side quests. And then they've added something called activities. Now, normally most games, at least in my experience, would call these side quests. Go here, do this, you know, and and you'll get your reputation up. you'll, You'll get XP. You'll do whatever. This game's like, yeah, do them, don't do them. We don't care. They're called activities. You want to have an activity outside of progressing the storyline or outside of progressing, you know, uh, the the big stats on your character, then fine, go. Go do this. Go kill rabbits. Go kill deer. Go do this. Go do that. Go fetch this. So those are your activities, and each town has them. Now, Garrick, would you agree with me that this game plays a lot like Skyrim? Yeah, very similar. It's that first-person perspective. It has a very similar kind of inventory systems, weight management, things like that. Very similar. Yeah, very similar, uh, absolutely. Uh, so there are towns. Each town has you, – you have your own reputation with that town. So depending on how you behave, how you act, uh, you can steal, you can pickpocket, you can kill, you can maim, you can beat. You can do all of these things in this game just as you – I guess you could probably do that now. Now that I'm thinking about it, but you like you were more likely to get away with it back in the medieval times than you were uh, today. Uh, so, you know, all this and what you do is persistent, just like in Skyrim. So I'm going to give everyone an example here. Uh, again, if you watched my my first stream of this, when I finally got past the beginning part of the game and past the tutorial. Which honestly took longer than it probably should have. Uh, so we, when you when you get past all that, you you get to the first big town, town uh, called Townburg, and so in Townburg, I snuck up behind uh, a guard, 
and I knocked him out. I didn't kill him. I knocked him out, and then I took all his armor, and I left him with only his bow. <laughs> so now, nice. yeah. So now I'm further in this game, and every time I have to go back to Talmberg, uh, this I, there's just this one guard walking around in his in his underwear and, and a bow <laughs> on his back. It makes nice. me chuckle every time. I don't know why I'm such a child, but I am. Uh, you, you would think you would just get some new clothes from the armory or something. Right, but no, apparently there is no armory. I have taken his only pair uh, of pants and armor, and uh, I don't even have it anymore. All right, may I just say, yes, Google is awesome, Yes. and the slave trade did not start in Africa until Portuguese hit there in 1441, and it really only began to appear in Italy, Spain, southern France, and Portugal. By the time about the 1100s or so, slavery had been pretty much completely abolished in the north. Um, villain age and serfdom were more persistent in the north in Bohemia at this time. Holy cow. So no black people. Wow. I can't believe you looked that up. Now, are you trying now? Let me just like, since you went there, let me just play devil's advocate. Are you saying, okay. are you saying okay. that, that no, that no uh, Africans uh, no one of African descent uh, traveled north and settled in Bohemia. Not a one. I highly doubt it. Okay. All right. Well, can you disprove me? No. And that's just it. I don't think that anybody can. Which I is kind of highly like, doubt it. We're war horse. Pretty sure if if there was some entrepreneuristic entrepreneuristic yeah that's a word yeah. uh, Africans that ventured up north into Africa. Um. Oh my God. Europe and went all the way up to Bohemia. Um. <laughs> I don't know, man. Right. Yeah. No. And that's, I think that's, yeah. So thank you for looking that up. We really, we really need like an ombudsman or something. Uh, uh, who? Uh, yeah, exactly. Someone to look this kind of <laughs> stuff up so we don't have to. Uh, anyway. Uh, I like doing it. I know you do. So there you go. It's persistent. Uh, now you've completely de- derailed this yeah, entire podcast. You have derailed this entire <laughs> podcast, sir. Eric was right. I'm a sweet boy. <laughs> yeah. Good God. I didn't say you were wrong. Uh, uh, the dialogue options and outcomes, uh, uh, are, are the, the, the outcomes and responses are based on, the, on your speech at Christmas. That's right. I Get have back to, on track. Like, we should probably just restart this whole podcast at this point. Uh, it's all, it's, it's, it's all based on, uh, on your speech level and you, you raise your speech level by talking to people like, yep. Yeah. And, and also really cool. Like your dirtiness of clothes if you have blood on you yep. also determines like your charm and speech levels yep absolutely and and so I, I really like this this that aspect to it because you it, in some cases it depends on who you're talking to you have lots of different options you can lie you can intimidate you can kind of sweet talk and so you know you kind of have to know your audience so I, I i think they do a good job of that almost i think they do a better job at that than skyrim does Absolutely. Yeah. So again, shout out to Warhorse. You guys like just nailed this. Yeah. Uh, there are, like I said. So last week I complained a lot about uh, Zelda Breath of the Mild, and I one of the specific complaints I had about Breath of the Mild was that Breath of the Mild uh, didn't have very many towns. There were only like two or three towns, maybe four. Uh, now that I'm sitting here counting in my head, I think there were actually five towns, and that's it. Like there wasn't. And I think even then I'm overcounting. I think I'm counting one twice. So there aren't that many. There aren't that many uh, towns in Breath of the Mild. Uh, this 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 game has multiple towns. They're spread out over a large area. This map feels more 
substantial. I don't know if it actually is, but it feels more substantial than Breath of the Wild. Uh, and while there aren't enemies that litter, like that was another big complaint that I had with Breath of the Wild, that it felt very sparse when it came to enemies. Certainly this game does the same, but it does so in the name of realism, but it also adds some elements of surprise. So you can get horse jacked. Like you get mugged, basically. I just like to say horse jacked. I made up a new word. It's horse jacked. Uh, you can you can get mugged. Uh, there are sometimes murders that happen on the road, and you run into those. Sometimes fights break out, and you run into those. Uh, you will find a traveler every now and again. You'll run into them, and they can sell you things or give you tips or all kinds of different things can happen. Uh, whereas in Zelda, you're just running around and nothing ever happens. Yes? No? Garrick, have I lost you? No. So... I disagree on several things. If you're going to say that Breath of the Wild Mild. didn't have enough enemies, didn't have enough towns, didn't have enough side activities to do, I'm going to say the exact same thing about this game. Oh, the, what there are, you are talking about? very, very, very few enemies that I've actually come across. I have come across a guy who tried to mug me. Uh, it was this guy sitting in the middle of the road, and he was like, hey, traveler, come here. I have some tips. It's good money. And so I, I went up to him, and he was like, no. And then I was like, okay. I looked around, and then I like walked away from him. I was like, what, what's your story, old man? Walked back up, and he was like, hey, come on up here, buddy. Come on. I got some stuff to tell you. Walked up. And he was like, get him now. Jump. And I'm like, what the hell? So I go around. I go up the cliff, and I look uh above this like cliff that's overlooking and there's this guy that's waiting to pounce and he never did and so i just like murdered him from behind right and then i yeah. went down and the guy was still yelling now get him jump and so i murdered him right but yeah that's that's probably the only instance of that i've ever come across. there is more to do in this game than there is in breath of the Wild. you are 100 percent wrong factually these I are facts and you cannot dispute the facts of the case uh, there, there, there are more. There are more quests. There are more activities. There are more side quests. The story is more immersive. The background is more immersive. Uh, the way the, the story and the background, absolutely. But no, as far as like side quests and things to do, this there game are is there are seventy super sparse. You know what? Look it up on your Google machine. How many quests Doing it right now? How are there? And then you have to look up activities. You have to look up side quests as well for this game because I am telling you right now that this game has more. Uh, so let's talk about the fast travel points. So the fast travel points, you can absolutely fast travel because this game, like I said, the map is very substantial. It's more substantial in my mind uh, than, than Zelda Breath of the Mild. Uh, this game uh, allows you to travel from one point to another, but it's not instantaneous because it wasn't instantaneous in the Middle Ages, my friend. Uh, you can get on your horse. It makes it a little bit faster. Uh, but then you say, well, don't you miss all of those enemies that, that you know, you might run into on the road? No, you don't. You have the option. It'll pop up uh, at the very bottom right as you're doing the fast travel. It'll pop up and it'll say, you know, that you have uh, you, you've encountered a wayfarer. Would you like to stop and talk to this traveler? You know, and you can you, it gives you a percentage like you can say no, like just continue on and it'll say your percentage of doing that or I can say yes and stop and usually yes and stop is 100%. So you could do that um, or you can just let the timer run out and see what happens. 
Like you'll either stop or you won't stop. So uh, normally I, I, if it's a wayfarer, I won't stop. But if it's a, a, a scouting, a fight, or if it's a, a horse jacking uh, or, or an accident or a body on the road, then yeah, I usually stop because those are usually pretty fun. If that's just me. I, I think it's, I think it's great. Uh, let's talk about the combat in this game. Yes, let's. Uh, because I think this is where this game really shines. Now, if you are a millennial, you probably gave up on this long before uh, you got to any cool part of the combat because Skyrim, it's just, you're just flailing a, a, whatever your weapon is. You're just flailing it around in any manner. You're just tapping a button and you're flailing it around, right? I, I describe it as flailing around a wet noodle. That's exactly what it feels like, even especially in the VR. I guess I oh, should yeah. Say, yeah. Like you're just like, there's no rhyme or reason. It's just up and down, up and down, up and down. And, and you're hoping that you, you hit something. This game, the combat is intense. The combat pulls you in. The combat sucks you in. And once you learn certain skills, this game really starts to take off. Because then you're like, all I want to do is fight. All I want to do is get to my next fight. Like, I don't even care who it is. I want to get to my next fight. Let, let's talk about the, the the combat. It takes some strategy. You're not just swinging a, you know, a sword wildly. You're not just pressing a button. You're, there's blocking. There's cinching. There's fainting. There's slashing. There's uh, stabbing. There's stabbing. There is stabbing. Uh, like most of this game, it takes some practice to master. Yeah, and I would probably compare the combat most closely to For Honor's combat system. It's a lot more expanded upon and in depth than for honor's combat system for example in for honor if you are it has three different areas that you can basically hold your weapon and if you're just holding your weapon in the same position that somebody else is attacking in that position you like automatically block them in this one you have five points that you can attack plus a sixth right in the center um so like one for each limb the head and the chest um and you do have to actually manually block. And there is perfect blocking that you can do in this game, which kind of slowed down time and gives you a nice opportunity to hit them back. Um, so if anybody's played For Honor, it it's feels very similar to that. And you really appreciate the way they've expanded upon it. Yeah, you know, I played For Honor and I hated it. I couldn't yeah. get into the battle system. I couldn't yeah, get in. Too. Yeah, the combat was just it was it was just not intuitive. This is the opposite of that. This is extremely intuitive, but you don't know. And then here's the whole thing about this. So going through and, and, and doing the training or doing the tutorial and do it streaming at the beginning, I was getting very frustrated. Uh, I kept dying repeatedly over and over again. Uh, it wasn't the fist fight that you have with the town drunk and scallops or scalets or whatever, however you pronounce it. It wasn't that. It wasn't. It wasn't even, it was the horde that came and killed everybody. I, I got caught up in that. I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how to get on my horse, why I was overburdened. I couldn't, like, I, I stole a bunch of stuff around scallops. Like, I just, I went around, I had a, I had a ton of apples. I had 50-some apples on me. Nice. <laughs> I, had, I had charcoal. I had, like, because I stole, like, all the charcoal from the charcoal vendor. I'm like, why do I, I don't know. I might need this later on. I had all this stuff and I didn't, I, so I ended up, I had to I saved the game. Uh, we'll talk about saving the game here in a minute. Uh, but I saved the game and I dropped all the stuff and then I ran, I got to the horse and then my horse, like, I'm just like, why does my horse suck? 
because when the, you start this game, like there's a ton of reading that they throw up on the screen. They're like, here. Did you not read it? No. Of course not. Why would I need to read it? I've been playing video. I'm 42 years old. I am of an advanced age, as our second caller clearly pointed out. Why do I need to read anything? I don't. I should just be able to intuitively figure it out. And what I found out was that that's not the case. I probably should have read. However, however, I did eventually get past it. And it hit me why it was so difficult. Because you didn't read. No, that wasn't it. Because you're you you start as this character, this this Henry fellow, one of the greatest protagonists. Pro, pro, holy crap, I can't talk. Protagonists in a game in years. Uh, he you start as him, and he knows nothing. He knows nothing of the world. He knows nothing how to fight. He knows he doesn't know how to ride a horse. He doesn't know how to do any of these things because his dad never taught him. His dad, you know, his his dad thought he was going to be protected in this small little country town far away from from whatever uh, uh, political, uh, you know, intrigue was going on far from, you know, this was just your your regular quiet bohemian town. Right. Like there was nothing going on. Should have been completely safe. And it was until it wasn't. So you really you literally get thrown into this game just like Henry, the protagonist, gets thrown into the situation that he's in. He doesn't ask for any of it. And he's just in there and he's trying to make the best of it that he can. Uh, and I can, I, the, some of the side quests that, that I've done are just absolutely amazing uh, with this with this character. I mean, but before we get into the character, let's keep going because I just keep wanting to jump ahead. <laughs> let's, let's keep, let's, let's talk more about, uh, about the combat. So the combat. May, may I just say, quick, quick tangent to yes. the reading aspect. Yes. I love this game's codex every time you go to a new place every time you discover a new area every time you find a new weapon you unlock a little bit more of the codex and it gives you just in depth historical you know time period everything that happened like about the clothes people wore about the kind of dyes there were about why you know nobles wore these kind of clothing and what's different about this area between this and regional stuff and Oh, God, I loved it so much. Talked about their freaking diet, what kind of food they would eat, and how, like, they would, you know, do, like, tubers. Tubers? Tubers, yeah, tuber. Yeah, they would eat more tuber kind of uh, vegetables rather than anything else. And, God, I just, I love them for that. The amount of information they threw into this game to just make it a deep learning experience. Absolutely, but- and I, I think that it's kind of akin to what Assassin's Creed Origins did with yeah. with, with ancient Egypt. But I really, you know, and while that might be more hands on, like you get to look around and that kind of like, I feel like I, I just the amount of information in this game that they that they give you, considering all the, the, the history around it and the people and the, the time and the place, I think that they do a better job. It's it's absolutely overwhelming. But if you take the time to, to dive into it, God, it's so fascinating. Right, and I don't like to read because I already read a ton outside of video yeah, games, yeah. so I don't want to read. Uh, but kudos to Warhorse. Let, <laughs> let, let's let's learn these millennials some things. Uh, so back to the weapons. So there's hand to hand. There's uh, swords. Obviously, there's axes. There's pole arms. There's just a, a, a whole plethora. There's bows and arrows, yep. which is my favorite. I, I suck at bow and arrow. God, Absolutely I love it so much. Suck. 
So there's a quest in the game. It's a side quest. It's one of apparently the only three in the game, which is not accurate. I'm making fun of that, by the way. Uh, where you have to get some wine for uh, the Lady of Townburg, Stephanie, Lady Stephanie. And Lady Stephanie, to put in the modern vernacular, mm-hmm. is a cougar. Uh, so she has her eye on our our protagonist, young Henry. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. In fact, I believe it at some point yes. in the game, she says. Get good scrubs. She doesn't, but you can imagine mm. what it would be like if she did. Uh, <laughs> so uh, she sends you on this quest to go get a couple of items for a wedding, and you go and you get them, and one of them you have to do an archery contest. And if you win the archery contest, you get the item. I couldn't, because I that's how much I suck. <laughs> so I ended up having to give what little Gorshin, which is basically your gold, uh, what little Gorshin I had uh, to get it, to, to get the item. But I was handsomely rewarded uh, by having sex with Lady uh, Stephanie upon my return. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Uh, which uh, when you do that, you get you get the achievement on the PlayStation 4 oh my God. called Casanova. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic oh this game i'm just telling you this is a game not for youngins and if the first 10 minutes of this game didn't teach you that i don't me telling you that it's not for youngins is probably not going to deter you uh it's just it's a it, we'll get into it but it's violent it's gritty it is real so so in one of the beginning story missions you are learning how to fight and a young lord challenges you to an archery contest and the oh, first I time beat, i did it yeah, I, I got 14 points and he got four and then shortly thereafter <laughs> the game unfortunately froze oh. and I, I couldn't do anything about it so i restarted it and the autosave was right before that and so i got 21 the next time and he got 10 yeah but i beat him too he's not he's not supposed to be hard he's not hard at all yeah, no. no but, but when you get when you do this side quest fall in love with the bow and arrow yeah when you do this side quest just trust me just trust me. Like, I don't know how far you are in the game. We haven't really discussed how far you are. I have I have hours. I have probably days into this game. This nice. is one of those games where I'm I'm just gonna lose myself. I I absolutely love it. There's so many things to do. More than the three side quests that whatever wiki page you found. I'm just telling you, like you've got the side quest with with Lady Stephanie where the the, the end pays off because you have sex with her. And then you get you get the, the Casanova achievement. You have you have the side quest uh, of courtship uh, with Teresa, which if you finish that one, you get to have sex with her, and then you get another achievement. Excellent. Uh, yes, uh, and then there, if you decide that you want to be celibate through the whole game, there's an achievement for that. Are you serious? Yes. So now you've got to replay the game and not have because look, you get to go. Here's here's the, one of the cool things. So it, this seems a little counterintuitive to me, but what do I know? Uh, you go to a bathhouse if you get wounded. Like I have, there have been several times in the heat of battle where I have taken down a foe and I've had just a sliver of life left. The screen runs red with my blood and I have had to get on my horse and go to the nearest town. Of course, after I've looted the bodies because I need the Of course. I need the Gorshin. So I can't fast travel because I'm overburdened. I have to do it myself. At which at that point, you know, if I, up until I learned how to stop my bleeding uh, with the bandages and become proficient at that, which is a skill tree like you. Uh, yeah, like it skill was trees for everything. I love it. I do. I, it's like real life. The more you do it, the better you can become. It, people who look at um, anime or like fantasy video games that aren't actual real video games where they have like 
a million different skills. Like Sword Art Online has a bunch of different skills, and this is just like that. Yeah, I know. I, I, this is just I absolutely love it. So yeah, like I, you have to go. So you go to the bathhouse to 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 heal, and you have some options when you get to the bathhouse. So if you unlock mm-hmm. your speech, if you unlock your speech enough, paying for the bathhouse is a thing of the past. You no longer have to pay. Excellent at the bathhouse. So I would highly recommend uh, uh, upping your speech skill as soon as possible and unlocking that. Uh, and I don't remember the name of the perk that you can unlock, but it's it's in there. Just look at it. So anyway, uh, you go to the bathhouse, uh, and you, you, your options are to have your clothes laundered because a a knight never wants to look anything less than his best. Absolutely. Uh, and and you know there are very few, especially as a peasant. I mean, you can wash in a water in a, in, a, in a, like a trough. Like, have you done that yet, Garrick? Have you gone yes. up to the trough and washed off? And they're like, oh, absolutely. And they're like, you've got this. I saw the bathhouse and I was like, you want 30 gold right. coins right. for a bath? No, screw you. And then I found a house that had a, yeah. a little pool in front of it. I was like, yeah, this is wash myself in this. Done. Yeah, good job. That's where the horses drink. Uh, so you could do that, but that's not that's not going to get you clean. Not as clean as you want. So you go to the bathhouse. Well, yeah. And if you're hurt, you go to the bathhouse. So your options are they can clean and launder your clothes. They can give you a bath. Uh, they can heal your wounds, or they can do all of that and throw in a wench. So Excellent. When you do it, it's great because there are the sexy time sounds that play uh, as you uh, as you're you know because the time moves and it'll move a couple hours depending on how. Like I was so hurt one time, it took eight hours. Just a couple hours. It took eight hours. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So, but I mean, again, it seems counterintuitive to go to a hooker for uh, all intents and purposes. Uh, to to get yourself healed. I mean, usually you go to a hooker and then you've got to go to the doctor afterwards. <laughs> I wouldn't know about that. Bazinga. So anyway, uh, that's that. let's talk about let's talk about the music. I yes, mean, let's. So I think it's very period appropriate. I think it's very well done. I the soundtrack to this game uh, is very good. I don't know if I would go so far as to say it's amazing, but it's on the cusp it is so good i don't know who did the pieces i don't know who put them together but they are very well done it is very well done the the groups that did them they actually hired local musicians to perform local music that were was time appropriate so yeah who, whoever they got to to do this stuff whoever arranged the music god is good attention to detail man that is the name of of what warhorse studios is kingdom done. come attention but detail Kingdom Come You know what? I'm all right with it. Uh, <laughs> this game is fully voiced, unlike Breath of the Mild. Fully mm-hmm. voiced. It not only is it fully voiced, it is well freaking acted. Yeah. Like the, the, I, I kinda, voice acting is great. I kind of laugh at some of the the mannerisms that Henry does and some of the other people do. And it seems, uh, and it might just be in my in my head, but it seems like when you're drunk. And yes, you can get drunk by drinking spirits and cheap wine. I'll get to that here in a second. Uh, but it, they, your mannerisms seem uh, exaggerated, uh, even more so uh, when you're doing you're pointing and the waving and the, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I accidentally I woke up one morning because you can you know you have to sleep. So I woke up one morning uh, and I decided I did I was like I was hungry because my nourishment level had gone down. And I thought to myself, well, I'll just look and see what I've got in, in the old inventory here. And all I had were were two flasks of cheap wine or two stomach skins. I don't know. Whatever they stored wine in that you could drink on the go. Wasn't Goat a, intestines. Yeah, it wasn't a box by any stretch of the imagination. But I had two of those. I was like, I'll just drink these 
and I'll stop complaining about being hungry. I'll get to the next town. I'll buy some bread or something. I'll get some pretzels. I do that. I start riding to the next town, and all of a sudden, the, the screen goes blank. And I'm like, what's going on? Did this game just bug out? Like, what is happening? And then all of a sudden, I see the hour that, like, the timepiece come up, and, like, three hours pass. And the next thing I know, I wake up, like, in a field, mooing like a cow. <laughs> like, what is this? I got drunk uh, in the game because I, I drank first thing in the morning with nothing on my stomach. And I I was mooing like a cow in a pasture. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it just, yeah, the attention to detail is amazing. Uh, so the, the, it's well acted that like even that kind of stuff. Now the NPCs can get kind of repetitive. Like if you're, if you have high reputation to tell, Hey, Henry, hey, look, Henry's come to visit us. Hey, Henry, hey, look, Henry's come to visit us. Oh, hey, Henry, hey, look, Henry's come to visit us. Like, it's just the same thing over and over. But like when you're talking to people, it's, it's very time specific. Uh, again, it's all about being a good Christian. It's all being about being a good, uh, uh member of the, of, of the uh, Catholic church. Uh, and, and I think they did a good good job with that. Uh, and yeah. so, so I'm going to kind of jump ahead because I just brought up the Catholic Church and, and we're quickly closing in on the end of the show. We want to get to our final thoughts. We kind of want to get to to the highlights of the game. I think one of the highlights for me, obviously, uh, sleeping with, with uh, <laughs> Lady Stephanie and with uh, Teresa, uh, two highlights of the game for me. But I, a third is there is a side quest again, one of the only three side quests in the game, according to the Kingdom Come wiki, which is a, obviously just uh, so full, chock full of correct I, information. I don't think anybody's successfully logged all the side quests yet. Everyone's still no. discovering them all. Dude, there's a ton of them. I'm just telling you, there's a ton of them. So one of them is uh, you, you have to do something for this preacher. I actually think this might be part of the main quest. You have to do something for this preacher, right? The, this priest. And you're trying to get out of him something that somebody told him in confessional, which if you're Catholic, you know that that's a no-no. That's like a big no-no if you're Catholic. Like the, the sanctity of the confessional and all of that. So you're trying to get out of him. He doesn't want to give it to you. So he's like, just meet me later on uh, tonight in the pub, in the local tavern. So you go there. He starts drinking with you. Not only does he drink with you, but he then can convince you, if you cho- so choose, to drink with him all night. And so then you do that. And then he tells you a sermon. And so you're sitting there and you're drinking with him. And then all of a sudden it goes into this cutscene, And you're drinking. And you're drinking. And you're drinking some more. Barwinch, I want another. And then the barwinch comes over and she gives you another. And you and the priest are just having a grand old time. Until the local constabulatory uh, constabulary, the local cop comes in the bailiff and says, get out. It's it's late. Then you and the priest get into a fist fight with the guards. <laughs> uh, if you win the fist fight, you are then awarded uh, with uh, by taking the priest, uh, his hooker and the bar winch back to the church and um, <clears throat> giving them a very good sermon all night long. Yeah, uh, there is nudity in this game. I can confirm there is definitely nudity in this game. It is very much like The Witcher Three in that aspect. Uh, both you and uh, the priest uh, tag Get it. aspect aspect. Uh, you you and the 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 priest tag team uh, Barwinch and the oh my god. <laughs> then then you end up in a field with the priest. Uh, bang like sheep. Bah, bah. Of course, of course. 
Uh, which, again, just adds another level of realism, because back in the day, in the medieval times, uh, the, the Catholic Church was not known as, as the bastion of Christianity that it's certainly still not known as today. Uh, if you're mm-hmm. Catholic and you're listening to the show, I apologize, but not really. I'm sure you and I could have a wonderful uh, conversation about religion. However, this is a video game show. Uh, so they just nailed all of the tropes uh, that went along with being uh, a priest back then. So, uh, well done, Warhorse. <laughs> and I have to say, I had to chuckle when all of that happened. Like, it was, I, I laughed very hard. It was very entertaining. So, I need to go find that quest because that sounds like a, a jolly good time. It is. I don't think you're very far in the game uh, based on that. Uh, but yeah, it, it's fun. Uh, so, let's, let's, what are your thoughts on this game, Derek? Like, just give me your, give me your thoughts and your impressions. So, I like the game, I do not love the game. It does not have nearly enough things for me to do. Now, maybe, you know, I'm just not far enough and it hasn't opened up even more stuff. But as soon as I learned how to fight and how to do all the perfect dodge and parries and things like that, I just kind of went out on my own and I just wanted to explore the map. And so my goal right now is to unlock all corners of the map and then I'll, I'll go back and do the story. Um you're missing yeah, so much. I'm not, I'm not finding anything to do. Oh, dude, there's so much to do in this game. And I'm talking to everyone, and they're all just like, yeah, this is the local gossip. No, I don't have anything for you to do. Dude, okay, that's, bye. You're not far enough along in the story. So I, I love the combat. The combat is definitely the winning point of this game. Um, it is absolutely stellar and revolutionary, and I really hope that this studio is successful enough that they get to make a kingdom come deliverance two, or kingdom come revengeance something revengeance? I, don't know. I don't think that's a word they use it in metal gear solid so <laughs> well there you go if it's used in metal gear solid then, then it, must, it be must be true, true yeah. <laughs> but yeah i i like the game I, I, I maybe i'll go back and do the story and it'll open up some more stuff for me but right now it's just, it's sparse. It is so sparse. Man, you're just, I can't, uh, night and day here. This, I love this game. I absolutely 100% love this game. I want to play it all the time, which is bad. Bad Crowley. Bad Crowley. I want to just get lost in this game and forget about the real world. Now, let me, while this all, I, I don't want to sugarcoat anything. This game isn't polished by any stretch no. of the imagination. No. This is not your typical AAA title that, that's put out. Where it, I'm not saying it's not pretty, because the game is pretty. It, it's got more problems than Skyrim. It's got a lot. On PS3. Yeah, that, that, I, don't, I don't know how accurate that is. Let's just talk about the graphics. So the graphics render. If you're riding or running, uh, they, they, they're rendering as you're running up to it. Houses, buildings, they, they are not finished. Like you, the, you can stand there. Like if you ride up into a town, and then you sit in the middle of town, like you can see the houses, but they're very blurry. There's no detail, and then all of a sudden, pop! There's detail. So things are writing into the game, and it takes the game a very long time to get them written in. Uh, camera angles during cutscenes is buggy, and I mean, oh yeah, buggy. The camera will do some of the most weird, dumb things I've ever seen a game do during dialogue scenes, and it will just absolutely piss you off. Yeah, there, there are so many times that I've just been staring at 
like the outside of a house for the entire dialogue and it'll cut between two two yep. different viewpoints of the outside of the house i'm like what the hell is going on and when it goes inside your head and you see the inside of your head that's just <laughs> that's just super yeah. fr- i'm just telling you right now that is super freaky uh so yeah no that is a thing the graphics on this game ah oh, like it's enough to really it's almost game breaking but it's not because there's so much good in this game like i don't i'll bring it back to religion again i mean this game's so good that a lot of sins can be forgiven even graphical sins like this like i it, like that right I like there. yeah so uh, it really does i don't like that you can steal a horse but you can't keep the horse like <laughs> why can't i make this horse my horse I like this horse. At the time, this horse was faster than the horse I had. Why can't I keep this horse? I stole it from people that I killed. I killed bandits. This was a bandit horse. Let's make this Crowley's horse. No, it can't be Crowley's horse. What? Really? Come on, war horse. Uh, saving your game. Holy balls. Holy balls. Yeah, man. this is annoying. So anytime you start a quest, it will automatically save the game. Anytime you start, like, a side quest it'll it'll save the game anytime you sleep it will save the game however if you're in the middle of a quest if you're in the middle of a story arc if you're in the middle of an activity and there are lots of them in the game despite what the wiki says mm-hmm. when, when you're in there uh you can't save the game you can't just hit the the pause button and then save the game so there's like remember last week i was complaining about zelda and the realism and and mm-hmm. okay so I get that in real life there's no save button and and you remember how I said uh that this this game got it because you could fast travel long distances and we talked about that you can't why can't I save if you realize it's a video game and you have to be able to fast travel then why not just let me save whenever I want to save now warhorse has said that they are going to change this but as of right now you have to have a save your schnapps is what it's called in order to save the game you drink one wherever you're at automatically saves the game automatically uh, save your schnapps can be bought. They're very expensive. I think the very che- expensive. I think the cheapest one I have found so far, and I'm guessing that prices go up and down based on your reputation in towns. Uh, the cheapest one I found so far is 50, 55 Gorshin. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. The uh, cheapest I found has been a hundred. Yeah. The, the most expensive I found was like 104. Uh, but at one point, nobody in Talenberg wanted to talk to me. Like I had to pay people to talk to. <laughs> like I had to turn in a quest with Sir Divish, the guy that I I, I banged his wife. Uh, nice. Yeah, uh, Lady Stephanie, and he didn't want to talk to me, and it cost me like seven hundred Gorshin just to finish the quest. I'm like, nice. Yeah, shouldn't have banged his wife. Right. right? Well, luckily, the other thing that I'm going to complain about in this game happened, and I had to go back twelve hours, and I didn't bang his wife the second time uh yeah this game is buggy and the quests are buggy and if you don't do the quests just right bad things are going to happen so that 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 priest quest that i told you about earlier uh where you know you get in the fist fight and then you get to go uh tag team a couple of winches yeah guess what if you pull your sword out and accidentally chop somebody instead of punch them because it's dark out when this happens remember this is a bar brawl and you've been thrown out of the bar, so you're brawling with the guards. Uh, and I was just trying to pull my torch out, torch out, so I, I pushed to the left, and I didn't hold it long enough for the torch to come out, but my sword did, and that ended the quest. Like, it just ended the quest. It didn't tell me it ended the quest. Like, the guards ran away because I pulled my sword out. And then the priest said, 
come see me in the morning, my boy, and we'll work something out. And that was it. And I was like, well, nice. what happened? I tried uh, to go and figure out what I needed to do. I looked on the interwebs, couldn't find it. So I was like, well, I'll just keep playing for a while. And that while turned into 12 hours. And then I had sex with Lady Stephanie, and it was amazing. It was as good for me as it was for Henry. <laughs> and then uh, after 12. I, I doubt that. Probably, I doubt that. Probably, probably not. But then after 12 hours, it was I, I couldn't do anything. I had to go back uh, to that save, that auto save. So I lost all of that. I lost 12. It's very buggy. The quests are buggy. If you don't do it just right, you're, 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 you're SOL. So I don't, I don't like that. Now, here's what I love. Literally everything else about this game. I literally loved everything else about this game. This game is hard. It doesn't hold your hand, and I love it. I absolutely love this game for that. Get good scrubs. Uh, Henry's character is amazing. The story so far, I am, I'm not finished with it is amazing this game is gritty it is dark it is dank it is scary uh our friend joel was watching me he's like i i I can't keep watching he's like i can't i I just can't crowley he's like this is too much this game is too much because i was just he watched you watch your parents get killed you watch your your girlfriend get killed uh now back then i mean i'm gonna be honest they kind of toned it down because there would have been more than just killing going on i mean they called it raping and pillaging and plundering for a reason uh so you kind of they hint at that for a little bit because when you're running away and getting on your horse like your character mentions you know how this woman is is getting basically gang banged by like five of these (laughs) pillagers and later on he actually confesses to somebody and is like oh i feel like i was useless i should have gone and helped her and then you actually find her later right yes so they do allude to it, but I mean, you know, you would have that, You're not seeing the gangbang go down. Right. You're just it's being hinted at. So yeah. uh, that realism when you drink with the priest and get in a drunken brawl and screw the barmaid with the priest. It is hilarious. This game, like I said, it is violent. It's not for kids. Don't don't play it around kids. Probably don't even play it around your wife unless you no. are the wife. And then don't play it around your husband because he might cry. Uh, yes. let's rate it. Let's, let's rate this game. Garrick, I'll let you go first because this may be the one time where Crowley just goes nuts. So go ahead. So even though I only like this game and I don't love this game and I think it has way too many sparsity issues going on Ugh. and the fact that I've run into a few bugs myself that have had to completely restart the game and lost several hours and still give this game an 8.5 out of 10. Wow, 8.5 out of 10 for somebody who just kind of likes the game. Yeah, it, it's a good game. It like, really it, is. And I love the studio. This studio is working hard. They are being very vocal and very uh, in communication with their fans. They have done a post on their website about how basically patches work, how they have to go through a certification process, how it's different for each console, why patches are coming out faster on steam than they are on xbox and playstation and they're being extremely open about what they are working on and they have said they're working on these these bugs these main story quests that are bugging out and people cannot get further in the game those are their priorities right now um i absolutely love how open and honest they are there was a recent tweet by one of the developers and he said that you know, if he had it his way, he knew there was things to go and polish, and he he wished he could have gotten more time to do that. But they're doing that now. 
Um, I, I love these guys. I love the studio, and I don't fault them for the bugs. And hopefully, like you said, uh, as I go further in, I will find a bunch of more side quests and activities to do. So um, I'm not faulting them for me not getting to that point. So 8.5. There you go, 8.5 from Garrick. I am giving this game a solid 9.7. Ooh. Nine? I don't know how that's solid, but ooh. That is a, Because I don't think I've ever rated a game uh, anything higher than a 9.5. And I felt like this game needed... This is now my early favorite for game of the year. Not only is this a small studio who did this and a small publisher, but they've done this. They've done something... I mean, they put out a Bethesda-level game. And we talk yeah. about Bethesda-level bugs... Fine, but it's a Bethesda level game too. Yeah, they, they have the funding for it, and these guys did not, and they put out a Bethesda product. And not only that, but it's like you said, they interact with the fans, they interact with the players on on Twitter. They they don't they stand up for them in a in a world where businesses are are caving to the preening of millennial uh, perpetual offended. Uh, this company doesn't. This company's like, like this is what it is. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to whitewash what history was. I'm not going to just include people and be diverse for diversity's sake. This game is what it is, and it's based on in history. It's based on our research, and if you don't like the, 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 the research that we've done, then go do your own, and you'll find the same thing that we found. Like I did. Right, like Garrick did. They're, they're, the studio's right on. It's yeah. absolutely right on. Although that said, I kind of wish that they would go and just have a token black person somewhere in like a corner of the game. You know a what? Small little hut in this like weird off the map area that you can go just find this one black dude just chilling. Why? Why not? That would be hilarious. It might be hilarious, but in a game that is priding itself on the uh, on its historicity, th- why do that? Because millennials. Because millennials. And you know how I just absolutely adore millennials. No, it, it'd be a fun Easter egg. It would just be a small little thing where they could just patch it in and, you know, all millennials would just be whining and whining and whining and they would just be like, they're snickering. All the studios just be like, tee hee hee. You know what? It would be, in. Yeah, it would be funny if you went in there and then like the character said something. That was time, period specific that would allude to why he's there. That but but they do have other other races sense. in there. They have historically accurate stuff. They have Tartars and they have cumin. Yeah, absolutely. But it's not. Cumin? It, I think that's just a spice. It is a spice, but I, I, it, they are the cumins uh, or cumins. I don't know how you pronounce it, but they're in there. Uh, the languages, there's different languages. This game is just, oh man, they nailed so many things. They did so many things right that, like I said, that this game is so good on so many different levels that at the levels that it fails on and there are failures and i i don't know failure may be too strong of a word but they're not tens i i don't think there are failures there are shortcomings yeah it's not that's a better word because it, it, they're not tens they're they're sevens they're sixes they're fives the graphics the bugs that kind of stuff it's it's immersive uh, immersion breaking and, and, and it does it and, it and it can piss you off and it can be very frustrating and you can lose so much time and so much. Uh, I, at one point, I lost 3,000 uh, Gorshin because of the bug. So, you know, uh, the, the bug in the quest. So, yeah, it, there are shortcomings. But this game's so good that a lot of these sins, like I said, just get forgiven. Because you just don't care. You're like, just give me more. Give me more. Warhorse Studios, my hat's off to you. You guys, this is now my early frontrunner for Game of the Year. I think this is better than Monster Hunter World. As good as Monster Hunter World is. I think this is better. It's a different type of game. I just have more fun in this than I do Monster Hunter World. That's not to take anything away from Monster Hunter World. It's not to say that I won't play Monster Hunter World anymore, because I will. 
but right now this game has my full attention and uh, i don't see this game uh not having my full attention for a while even after i beat the game i want to go through and play it again and make different decisions i might want to just be a ninja my next time through and I wonder, Garrick, has anybody ever tried to kill everybody in the game? Like a, a like a, a Skyrim-type game? Like, has there ever been somebody who's been like, I killed the whole world? I, I mean, for this one or just in Skyrim? Just uh, in general, like, yeah. I'm, I'm sure in Skyrim, yes. In Grand Theft Auto, probably. Um, <laughs> in this game, I bet you there is somebody who is aiming to take down may, the world. I may have to do that. Because some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... So there you go, Garrick. I know you have something you want to say before the end of the show, so let's do that, then we'll close the show out. Absolutely. So I just wanted to say real quick that the Dice Awards um, for last year for video games just occurred this past Friday, and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild won Game of the Year. Yeah, but it shouldn't have, and we but talked it to, did. And, we talked and to- Dice Awards is from industry vets themselves. It's from the industry. It's from video game designers and video game publishers, designers, developers said that Breath of the Wild was the best. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. that that's all I have to say. That and Get good scrubs. Breath of the Wild sucks! Uh, and uh, this gem of a game from Warhorse Studios Kingdom Come Deliverance does anything but suck. Unless, of course, you're Lady Stephanie, then she probably did. Help! <laughs> 